Good evening, everyone. Welcome to our Wednesday night Bible study summary. We're in John chapter 13, and we're looking at living life connected with Christ. And tonight we're going to look at a life of trust. The point of our study is that we can trust the Lord Jesus because he is the way, he is the truth, he's the life. I don't know about you, but there are times in my life when I can't figure it out. When I only have questions and doubts and no answers. But thankfully, the Lord Jesus is more powerful than our questions and our doubts. And we can trust that he is with us, that the Father is with us, no matter what we face. So look at, let's look at John 13, beginning in verse 36. <clears throat> Lord, Simon Peter said to him, where are you going? Jesus answered, where I'm going, you can't follow me, but you'll follow me later. Lord, Peter asked, why can't I follow you? I'll lay down my life for you. Jesus said, will you lay down your life for me? I truly tell you, a rooster will not crow until you deny me three times. And then we begin in chapter 14, verse 1. Jesus said, don't let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. A lot of us can identify with Peter. Jesus had just delivered a, a stirring statement about loving one another. But Peter pushed right past that command to love and asked Jesus where he was going. Which led Jesus to talk about his father's house. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Peter was more focused on what he wanted to know about God than on what Jesus wanted him to do for the Lord. That may sound familiar to us. We, sometimes like Peter, our impulse, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Peter was confident in his convictions. He believed in his ability to hold firm to the faith. But you know what? Peter was wrong. And we too sometimes think more highly of ourselves than we ought to think. And Jesus gave Peter a self-confidence, a good shake. He said, will you lay down your life for me? I tell you that before the cock crows, you will have denied me three times. Boy, that's brutal. Peter honestly believed he would fight to the death if someone tried to take Jesus from him. But Jesus knew when the pressure came, Peter would deny even knowing him. You see, Peter believed he was strong enough. He was passionate enough. He was experienced enough. And he was dedicated enough to hold on to his faith in the Lord Jesus. No matter what, he said, I'll lay down my life for you. But Jesus said otherwise. And of course, <laughs> Jesus was right. He's always right. When the time came to stand up for the Lord, he denied, he denied, he denied. And when the rooster crowed, Matthew 26 says, Peter went outside and wept bitterly. Folks, who hadn't been there? I'm sure we've all believed we were strong enough and good enough and brave enough and wise enough, only to find our abilities and our efforts weren't enough. And just like Peter, we've got to learn, as Peter did, that we can't trust in ourselves, but we can trust the Lord Jesus. Peter's plan was that he would die for Jesus, but Jesus had an opposite plan. 
Jesus would soon take Peter's sin upon himself, Peter's death on the cross, and raise Peter to newness of life through his own resurrection. Peter would falter in his own self-confidence. And that's why 14, chapter 14 begins, Don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. We need to learn, like Peter did, that any confidence we have is not in ourselves, but in the one we trust. Our hearts do not need to be troubled, even when we don't understand. We can believe in God. Now look at John 14, verses 2 and 3. The Lord said, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And I'm going to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare that place, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that there, where I am, there you may be also. Of course, now this is at the point where Jesus would soon be leaving, and yet he's preparing his disciples for his departure. He gave them another reason not to be troubled. He promised them a permanent residence in his father's house. Now there's, I don't know whether it's called a controversy, but a difference of opinion, whether it's rooms or whether it's mansions. I personally like the idea of mansion, but that I think misses the point. The emphasis on the location of the father's house and the location is in God's presence. God has an eternal place for believers. And he, Jesus is preparing that place for us to go and live there, <clears throat> to be in his presence for all of eternity. And that's the ultimate benefit of heaven. Heaven for me. Jesus will be what makes it heaven for me. All the beauties and wonders I'm longing to see, but where Jesus is, that'll be heaven for me. Jesus underscored this priority when he said, I will come again and take you unto myself. He promised to come back for his followers and bring them into his presence as an eternal reward. And I'm telling you this, no stately home, no matter how nice it is, could possibly be better than dwelling in the presence of the Lord Jesus. And Jesus' assertion that he can bring people to God is the best news there is. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now look at verse 4. You know the way I'm going, Jesus said. Thomas said, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? And here's one of the most famous verses around. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That means no one finds full satisfaction except through finding ultimate hope through the Lord Jesus. Find their way to heaven except through the Lord Jesus. You see, the truth is heavy when we think of those we love who don't have a relationship with God through the Lord Jesus. And Jesus made that statement to encourage them. You see, when we're connected to the Lord Jesus, we're going home, headed towards eternal life with Christ. I, uh, every now and then, will say, you can come visit me in heaven. I'm at number one Engel Plaza. Lord's preparing that place for me right now. But you know what? In one sense, we're already there. Eternal life with Christ is not just something for the future. We have it now. As Jesus said at the close of the Gospel of Matthew, I am with you always, even to the end 
of the age. I'm going to say more about this in my sermon on Sunday, so I hope you'll come and visit. Jesus is the only way to God the Father. The fact that he is the only way should motive us, motivate us to share the truth and the love of Christ with other people. The fact that he is the way leads us to the Father should cause us to celebrate. We can trust Jesus because he is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. Folks, we've all had hard times in our lives, but when we're trusting God we are in his care. Sometimes we are very difficult situations. But as we have been reminded here, Jesus is trustworthy. Amen? Well, that concludes our summary for this evening. I trust the Lord has blessed your heart. But you know what? Sunday's coming. Looking for a great day in the Lord. You know, folks, God is good all the time. See you in church. <laughs>